This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. We need one. We need one mech. How do we make it want to help us and not Lady Macbeth so it pulls us away from here? Your name is... Is Pappy? My... I am Pappy. He starts to amble his way forward at a very unhurried clip. Bertram's head, which had been kind of resting up on the side, clanks down and hits into the, the base of the wagon with a mighty thud. You become invisible for the next minute, so I just go invisible. Penny pulls out the field journal she had snagged from the elf's bag. I'm going to meet with Mrs. Watchett to deliver three mech suits. In exchange, Mrs. Watchett will give us the finalized plans that she and her network found to perfect Frankenstein's design for our martial suits. I hope you're hungry. We need to go to the bugbear ganoush. Your wagon lurches to a stop, and in front of you, you see the mech suit, which you now have endearingly named Pappy, uh, kind of uh, just settle down in its joints and, and lower its arms so that the wagon kind of pitches forward a little bit into a more of a resting position. Um, and you can hear Bertram uh, kind of shift forward, just his heavy frame shift forward to the, the back of the I guess the, the, where, where the driver would be sitting, but just the back of the frame of this wagon, but you cannot see him still. And looking ahead, you see some more shrubbery and a covering of green, and just beyond that, a taller part of what is a town. That's the best you can see it. You, you see, from this standpoint, a stone wall and some higher level buildings, uh, but from that, that's all you can make out at this, at this point in vent- of your venture. Uh, out of character, do we know that Bert, we know Bertram's still there and he's invisible? Yeah, you know Bertram's still there and you saw him blink um, out of existence, but you can still feel him. So it's kind of like as if he were wearing a, an invisibility cloak, okay. right? He's right. still there. You have felt it. You even have heard him maybe clunk around as, as the wagon bumped along, but you cannot see hide or tail of him. So we'll have to carry him around. Or keep him in the cart. Or keep that, him in yeah, the cart. Yeah, that's going to be, yeah. Cart. So, yeah, yeah this, yeah. Is, this is definitely going to take some strategy discussion. And uh, I encourage you guys to talk it amongst yourselves. Penny just sort of like nods her head towards Bertram and says, should we just wrap him in a blanket and leave him there so we don't lose him? No, I got, I got an idea. Hold on, Penny. Um, where did we park? Or where, where are we stopped? You are with, you're still in the tree line uh, in the nearby okay. forest, uh, but you can see the beginnings of this 
this town. You haven't really done anything to inspect it, anything other than just a quick cursory glance around you. Penny, um, shoot. What, what do we do with Pappy? Take him with us? Should we Ooh. take a robot into the town? Mm. Him or Bertram, I guess, either one, but... We got a new robot, Penny. (laughs) We should just do a like a Chewbacca uh, New Hope thing with like where we like he looks like he's like taking us in, like he looks like he's arrested us uh, to get us into the town, but that doesn't really work. Also, Chewbacca was the one arrested, so that was a really bad reference. Um, I think we've just established now Star Wars exists in this world. (laughs) Also, yeah, that was definitely (laughs) that might have been Kimmy and not Penny. Um, Maybe we. are we able to, uh, could you tell Pappy to keep an eye on Bertram and to set off an alarm if something moves him? That's a great idea. That's a great idea, Penny. I'll go over and talk to Pappy right now. You're just now. sucking up to me because you feel guilty, but I'll take it. I just, listen, I don't want to be. Now you got me in my field, Penny. I, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like Fagin to you. You know, like. That guy was an asshole. And you know what? I feel like we can all be assholes, but I'm not. That's not who I want to be. That's not my, my true self. You got to do a lot more bad stuff to become like Fagan. So let's just hope you don't get there. Let's just do what we need to do. We'll talk this out later. Right now, we need to figure out what's going on at Bugbear Ganoush. But all right, all right, no, all right. I'll go talk to Peppy. I'll go talk to Peppy. You're not like Fagan. <sighs> Penny just like, is annoyed and rolls her eyes, but also pre- like appreciates what she's also kind of appreciates what she sees he's doing. So, all right, I walk over to Pappy. And as you are, you know, you, you hop down out of the wagon and I'm sure you kind of walk down and around to where Pappy is. And in that short walk, time around you seems to stand still, Awen. And Uh-oh. you once again feel that clawed presence at the base of your skull and you hear the triune voice you don't want to be like Fagin but I don't know if you realize really what you're doing Awen you could be much worse than Fagin in fact we see the capability of so much more dark power it is really just something we hope that you would just unleash let it go away if only you would remember and tell us your child name the name you were given by your parents awen that would unlock so much more wouldn't it we'll be waiting awen awen uh Awen hears the sound of their voice, and it sounds tasty. But he, there's this little part of him that that gave in to the tasty with Penny. <laughs> and, but it, it wasn't right. You know, he, gave, he, he, he jumped on the train as it drove by, the, the anger train. And now it's like he's being like, a, there's a siren, you know, kind of waving him down. Um, and there's a part of him that really wants to go. And then there's another part of him that remembers 
all of the training that he had as a child, like he was, he was given to the circle of Druids as a child, sitting around circles, dancing in the forest, communing with nature, um, talking to the natural gods, things like this. In that moment, I think his bare feet kind of dig into what am I standing on? Is this, am I in the forest? Is it just like forest yeah, floor? It's still the forest floor. So you would have a pebbles uh, and dirt and grass beneath your feet. You can even uh, feel just like your pinky toe resting against the just protruding root of a nearby oak. As he is kind of lashing out at this ethereal voice feeling vibe thing, his feet kind of sink into the ground and he's, and he's casting uh, in the thorns that he would typically use in battle to like, kind of like trap in his enemy. He uses to trap his own feet down and just kind of like leashes out with his psychic ability towards the sound of that voice. Okay. In like an offensive way. Like, yeah, and the the voice itself, like it's it's an interesting feel because physically, you know, there's like this somatic presence, like at just at the back of your skull, just at the base, right, as if something's holding it there, um, in a very possessive, caressing manner. But then the voices itself, uh, kind of three in one, actually seem to surround you in this bubble, so it comes from everywhere, all around you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to like blast out with whatever psychic ability that I have. Maybe even, okay. Uh, I would like to call on a God on like a, on, on my Druid God whose name. Well, okay. Is so what does this look like? Awen out of his pocket pulls a, a, like a leaf that has been bound in amber, kind of like in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm, and this is mm-hmm. kind of like a this is kind of like a druidic focus for him. This is a talisman of sorts. He pulls it out and he and he says, May Licky be with me. Remember me. Or that's not his voice. Uh, he's <laughs> uh, but 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 he calls he calls on he calls on his god. Uh, can I make a religion check? Yeah, you can. As an 18. Like, just calling upon this name which you had thought yourself abandoned, you know, you, in more ways than one, uh, you know, thinking that these gods to, you know, with whom you frolicked, you know, with, with members of the, the entities and also just gods that you would turn to, some that you communed with, had been just so silent for you for so long and then you decided in reaction to that to turn your back on on them as well um so in this moment of desperation you you feel closed in on all sides and so you reach for an authority that you have not reached for in the longest time and in that desperation um coming from just the very depth of your heart you feel it blast from out and this force that comes from within it, it in your mind's eye it felt like just this vibrant violet hue spreading outward and then seeping into the very uh, soil around you and then coming back through and rooted through your your bare feet and 
just all your joints, everything just feels so strong in that moment. And you feel yourself with this extra force just expel uh, those, those voices and that clawed grip in the back of your mind. And closing your eyes further one more moment, you, you no longer hear them. And the presence of that talon is just lightly there. It's, it's almost like it barely has any kind of foothold. It's still there, but very faint and very weak. And then open your eyes, you realize you come to and you take a step forward again and you realize this had all happened in just mid-step, mid-stride for you as you were going towards Pappy. Oh, dang. Yeah, can I ask, what would Penny have seen? Would she have seen any? Nothing. To you, it just kind of looked like he was uh, walking towards Pappy and maybe stumbled mid-stride. But what did Bertram see? Bertram is having tea with uh, Eloy right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's actually having a pleasant moment in this time. He's in his happy it's place. It's not trauma-filled okay. at this very second. <laughs> <laughs> at this point. <laughs> this point. All right. I walk up to Pappy and I say, hey, Pappy, um, would you mind watching Bertram? Just kind of like I a... I am Pappy. A robot to robot thing, you know? Got, got each other's backs and stuff. You got it? You, you, you watch Bertram. Me to watch Bertram. Where is Bertram? Well, here's the thing now, Peppy. Ooh, Hugh can't. Um, he he's here in spirit and also in body, but he's invisible. Might not make sense, but just get in the back of the wagon, Pappy, and then we'll be back in a little bit. And if anything weird happens. You just cause a ruckus and we'll come. I will sit in the wagon and send a flare if any one. Then it pauses, like just Pappy pauses and you see kind of like that, that now whitish gleam in its eyes kind of go back and forth. As if it's calculating. Eh, me, one, weird, comes here. Right. And, but if somebody just appears that's also rob- a robot, Mr. Bertram, then don't do the, fla- the flare, because it'll be okay. All right. That's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> An instantly appearing robot is fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal. If Awen turns around, he'll see Penny just giving two thumbs up. And uh, I walk away from Pappy, and I um, whip my hand in the air like I'm like I'm like I have a like a you know those bull riders at the rodeo when they like throw so you got ropes? a lasso. Above I have your a lasso. Head? That's right. Uh, and I I make kind of the lasso motion, and when I throw the lasso, uh, shrubs and tree growth uh, grow up and over the wagon. I'm casting prestidigitation. <laughs> this is weird. Not weird, Pappy. This is fine. Again, no plants. Plants are fine. These plants are fine. These plants are fine. Good, Pappy. Good, Pappy. If- if Pappy shoots a flare up at these plants, is he going to set the whole town on fire? No, they're, yeah. they're fake. They're magical. 
Yeah, magical. Oh, okay. It's prestidigitation, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Penny, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, so here, here's the thing. As your DM, uh, without giving things away, just it's, it's always helpful as a DM because I know my players, I love them well, uh, but I have to make sure because part of me is like, oh, shit, uh, let's not make this into a full-scale uh, just walk, waltzing on in unless that's something you want to do. But remember, you are in enemy territory, so how are you two going to... <laughs> Get into this town. Wait. Okay. I was going to say, I know we're in enemy territory, but would the word have gotten out known. on us yet? Like, do are they we? know, or are we just two random citizens coming to town? Looking it's the for next some day. Food? I'm trying it to. It is the next day. All right. So you're saying word's gotten out. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, maybe. The word's gotten out about what? Like our description? That we were in and that we're, we like, that the, you're saying that the descriptions of two of us has probably gotten out and that we. I'm just saying, how are you two going to get in here? <laughs> I let, literally was planning on just walking just, in because I was like, just I'm Just say that Joe when you Schmo. pass by, there's like, there's like a wanted sign with two of hey, your you know, there are three well, sketches. Here's the thing. Neither of my players have even sought to do investigation or perception yet. So this is me saying, you have not exited the forest yet. Would you like perception yeah, or investigation yeah, I mean, or even survival? Yes. Uh, it's a good point. We should, like, as we walk up, carefully walk up to the city. Kate is just like, fucking roll. What do we see? <laughs> I've played D&D before. <laughs> I swear. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah Penny's uh, going to roll perception to see which direction she thinks they should go. Okay. Um, uh, 17. You notice three things, uh, f- and furtively from the uh, forest's edge. Ooh, that was a good alliteration. Ooh. Furtively from the forest's edge. Um, anyways, you, you see a few things uh, that uh, catch your eye. First, you see that there is a toll gate. There's a two-story fortification blocking uh, travelers from crossing a bridge with a great iron portcullis. Is that how you say that? Portcullis? Portcullis, I think. It's one of those, definitely, it's just one of those words I've read in so many stories and yet have never until now said. Bra- um, brazier. It's another brazier, brazier. Oh brazier. brazier. <laughs> uh, you notice that the upper level from your standpoint looks like it it's, seems to be the mechanism that is raising and lowering this portcullis. Um, and you see a number of arrow slits and murder holes um, just above the bridge. Ooh, murder uh, holes? Yeah. A, a narrow ladder leads up to the roof of that building. And kind of connecting to this toll gate is a very high uh, wall. Surround- it's a, basically a stone wall surrounding this uh, city. So it's, it's, no, it's no mere village. It would be something that you would consider a town or a smaller sized city. Um, and then the last thing that you notice, uh, Penny, um, is that there is, with that bridge below it, is a fast-flowing river. Um, does not look like it's easily fordable. Um, so from your standpoint, it looks not only uh, quickly in its flow, but it looks to be on the deeper side from just where you're standing. Got it. And here's my que- one more question. Where You mentioned a ladder. Where the ladder go? Where does the ladder touching the ground? It leads up to the the. It, oh, okay, it's on the nearest side to you. 
So, so if does it you go over are, the river? Uh, no, it's it's uh on the toll gate. So on the ground. It floor? is uh it's on the ground of the toll gate. Can I see any guards? Go ahead and roll perception. Okay. Or investigation. That's an eighteen. You do see a handful of guards. Um, you see uh, one on the top level, um, basically the, the second level, uh, the second story. Uh, you see two on the uh, ground level and then one on the other side of the bridge. And right now the bridge is drawn up. All right. Here's my last question. The bridge, the way I'm visualizing it is the bridge is the only thing that would take us to the toll gate, that the toll gate is on the other side of the bridge, which is raised. Is that correct? No, actually. It's on this side of the river. Oh, got it. So how do we see past? I think the bridge goes over. It goes over the river. Yeah. So it would lower the bridge across the river to the city gates. So the toll's on this, on our side of the river. We go in, we yep. pay the toll, they drop the bridge. So Penny is going to turn to Awen and say, I mean, I'm just going to climb that ladder and see what, uh, see what I can get to. Maybe yeah, I, mean, I that, can get in and I don't know from there, I can see if I can get the bridge down. How, I mean, how often can you do your uh, changeling shenanigans? I mean, as much as I want, generally. Changeling into one of them guards. I don't have the right clothes. They're going to be like, well, I don't even remember. I think I'm still wearing the suit from Gatsby, aren't I? Yeah. They're going to be like, why are you dressed up for evening wear? Well, what about this? And then I like look over the guard and then I cast Alter Self and I would like to change my appearance to look like that guard. You do that. Ooh. What if? What if we climb up and you'll be my prisoner? I mean, it doesn't sound like I even have to climb. We can just walk up and you're my prisoner and you get us in. I know, but that guy, I look just like him. We got to not go by that guy. <laughs> oh, so we have to climb up. Oh, ow. Sorry. Wait, which guy? Did you change yourself as one of the guys on the first level or the second level? I don't even know. Um, let's go with the <laughs> first one, level. There's one on top. There's one on the second floor, two on the ground level, and then one across the way where the actual gate into the city is. The, the one, the, one of the people on the ground floor. Because I think okay. the idea is like, I want to climb up the ladder, like sneaky, and then go across. Okay. Won't they be confused to how we got there, though? Or will they be like, that guy downstairs, let him in? Good old Jerry, he's everywhere. We I'm just having the hardest time visualizing all of this, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Everything's like feels like something from Monty Python at the moment to me. So, That's um, reasonable. I, yeah, I just see two dudes um, on the top of, a bri- uh, top of a wall yelling down. Um, okay. Uh, Penny just goes, sure, let's do your plan. Um, and then she starts just immediately heading towards and is going to use stealth to climb that ladder. Climb that ladder. Roll for stealth. Uh, unnatural 20. Damn. Yeah, you do that. You, you 
it just happens to be where maybe you're standing on the the edge of just the shrubbery um unseen and watching the pattern of walking especially for the the two guards on the same level as you on the ground level um and at a time when both of them have their backs turned and even one is around the corner you find the perfect opportunity to dash across and climb up very silently um and creep into the second level still unseen also by the second one uh the the one guard who is at the top can i also sneak you can also sneak for sure okay can i sneak can I sneak, please? Uh, that's a 16. I'd like to sneak over here. <laughs> Sneakiest sneak. It's a 16. You do that, too. There, there's a short moment where uh, the guy who looks like you um, sneezes to the point where he kind of turns your way so that he doesn't uh, accidentally piss off his, his partner in crime. His <laughs> and, um, but his eyes stay twisted shut as he... Um, goes back to attention and then proceeds on his route and you make it up to the ladder. Perfect. Now I guess we gotta we gotta drop that bridge, right? Yeah, what do we see when we're on the second level? On this second level, you have a clearer sight into the village, uh, kind of straight across over the stone wall with the with the heavy um, iron and wood door. Um, it the iron and wood door itself is open. So you can see into the city, uh, just there's no way across uh, without that bridge or trying to ford the water below. Um, but glimpsing into the city, um, you see what looks like a mini metropolis. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, what you would think of within your enemy territory. It does not look like it's been besieged. It does not look like it's doing badly. In fact, you see an abundance of uh, activity in there. Um, and you see uh, peoples that look like they're from all over. Um, you see and hear shouts of uh, different people greeting one another. And then far off, kind of like at the center of town, you see a, a taller uh, building and uh, you see just the head of a bugbear, like grinning almost maniacally, um, but you cannot read the lettering from this distance. Uh, do we see the uh, mechanism for the, uh, for the, la- for the uh, bridge? Yeah, in the room itself, you do see uh, just an easy, easily managed turnstile. Um, it, is, it has both the manual spokes where a person can push and walk around, um, but you do see another mechanism kind of off to the side where somebody could attach it to a, a very rudimentary motor um, that would uh, turn it around as well. Um, and with your keen eyes, I will, I will let you do an investigation uh, check or even uh, an intelligence check, just a straight up intelligence uh, check to, to see anything further about how to work this mechanism. A natural I 20. I did not do well, so we're not going to use me. You did a nat 20? A natural 20. A nat- unnatural. What's with these? Un- it's very unnatural today. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you, you've seen just the rudiments of it. Uh, it it's steam-powered, uh, interestingly to you. Um, and you can see it's got enough juice um, in it right now. And all it takes is attachment to one arm, and then you would have to string it across to an anchor in the wall and activate the steam and let it go. 
All right. And I have a question before we do anything. There is a guard in there, but his back is to us and he hasn't seen us, correct? Right. His okay. back is to you and he's currently, you had noticed from before too, uh, that this room itself has three openings, uh, one towards the town um, and then one to each side of the, so kind of if, if the town was north, they would also have openings to look out um, to the west and the east, um, but they are um, on the more narrow um, sides to the west and the east. That is the arrow slits that you were seeing. Great. Okay. Before we do anything, Penny is going to turn to Awen and do kind of a shh. Yep, yep. And then she's going to turn and she is going to sneak attack with the butt of her rapier and try to knock out that guard. So. 12 or. Ooh, eight. So I'll take the 12. Am I able to knock the guy out at all? 12 hits. All right. Is he knocked out, though? Oh, wait, I get to do 3d6. Duh. Yep. Sorry, I'm looking for all my nice new fancy dice. Um, Is the 3d6 on top of the damage itself? On the rapier damage? So you many numbers. You deal an extra, yes. So the rapier Dang. damage is a d- 1d8. Then plus 3d6. I'm not going to I mean, it's not piercing. So, all right. Correct, so. yeah. Yeah, if you're just doing the butt of the rapier, eight. I'm going to have you do a 1d4 oh, for 1D4. that because this is, uh, this is just blunt damage. Even though I already <laughs> yeah, even though you already rolled eight, uh, just because this I'm considering this an improvised weapon, uh, and it, it I would highly doubt that they use the a range of finesse weapon for this. So. It's still finesse, okay, great. because you it's a rapier, but right. the damage itself is going to be lessened because it's the blunt end. Okay, two, and then three d six. So Nineteen damage. Oh, tell me what it looks like. Um, she basically. I really want it to be smooth, but I think she basically just walks up to behind him, very almost comically, with her rapier out, and just absolutely. Um, luckily, this is a shorter guard, so she doesn't have to jump up on him. But basically, is able just to absolutely bring down the butt of her rapier on the soft spot in the back of his head. And in her mind, he crum- he just crumbles, just poop like a rag yeah. doll. He does. Yes. He, he drops like a rag doll. Amazing. Um, yep. And then Penny just looks at Awen and she's like, help, help me undress him. And then she, and by the time she's turned to Awen, she has this guard's face. Yes. And she's turned nice. and she looks like this guard now. What's so up, Oh my god, what does this guy sound like? What voice? We didn't even hear what his oh, voice. We don't no. even hear what he sounded like. I should Why did I do this? Come with the frog. No. Yeah. No. You just got to pick a voice and like go for it as um, if you're sick or something. Um this this guy is going to sound like, "Oh no. This is what he sounds like." <laughs> so she's going to turn around. Great. Penny turns around and says, "Help me undress this guy." Uh, and then is immediately like taking off different layers of clothes. But I'll turn around. Don't look. Oh my um, God, Penny! What? Sorry. Do you want me to get? Why don't you wait till I get his pants off first? Come on. Okay, you do that. <laughs> oh my God, he's not wearing any underwear. Oh man, I'm gonna keep mine. Um, and then <laughs> she's gonna switch out the clothes from the other guy. Uh, and so do he's gonna dress, look like a. Do you dress this guy? Yeah, she wants everyone to just think he got too drunk and got stuck there. 
Was he wear, wearing the Ravens Week outfits he's, or something? He's wearing, yeah, yeah, he's wearing the Ravens Week outfit from the Macbeth. He's in a very fancy, cool tuxedo that doesn't fit him very well. Yes. So, That's and what. she's, what is she wearing? What was the guard wearing? Guard clothes. Guard clothing. <laughs> guard clothing. Ooh, guard clothing. Yeah. You know. Put that, put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's like uh, You got pantaloons. And... You got leather boots. Can I have a you leather got... vest? You got a leather vest. It's studded. You got a studded leather vest. I'm a stud. Yeah. But interestingly, this guy, no undershirt. It's just the studded leather vest. Hey, okay. Wow. He was trying to make it a thing, probably. Right. Making it a thing. Oh, wait. She's just wearing a vest, but she's even though she's a man right now, she's a girl. She doesn't want to be without a shirt. Uh. Well, yep. His... <laughs> Nips are chafing against no, that leather vest. Don't don't <laughs> don't, pro- not, don't lock me into this, Kate. Gonna, <laughs> I mean, wait, didn't you have a shirt choice. on before? Just keep that shirt. Yeah, on. you had a shirt on, but it's a tuxedo shirt with a leather vest. I feel like that adds to the ambiance. Oh, fine. Yeah. All right, she keeps on her tuxedo shirt and puts on the They're leather vest. They're gonna know it's not this guy though, because that guy never wears a shirt. He just <laughs> especially not a that. tuxedo shirt. I mean, wait, a you tuxedo know, shirt. You, you look Who the inside. Hell are you? you look inside the vest and you see embroidered in there the name Nips. <laughs> Nips. Uh, Penny regrets are his everything. nipples pierced? Wait, I want to look in this guy's mouth. Does he have any good? Good teeth? lord. Does he have any good teeth? As Awen starts to look for the teeth, Penny slaps his hand and says, Hey, no teeth. Hey, I haven't. Yeah, no you're right. teeth. You know, Leave you're right. right. No, Penny, you're right. I've been giving him into my, my more base. Just cravings. get this bridge open. Just do it. Okay, okay, okay. He goes, he goes over and uh, attaches the, the spring to the arm. The motor starts to whiz. You do that. And as the... It just you the click 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 of all these the chains just like running against one another and the lowering of this this drawbridge basically, uh, you hear a couple shouts from down below. Hey, hey, Nips, Nips, what you doing up there? Uh, yeah, I'm. Didn't here. think it was time to to pull the bridge down. We we still got twenty more minutes. Uh, I I got a different uh order. Uh, order from where? We didn't see anything from upstairs. From you? You're upstairs. No, Nips. the other upstairs. You, don't you be pretending you don't know what I'm... It's upstairs. And then uh, Penny... You mean, you mean Mrs. Watchit? Yeah, that what other upstairs would I mean? I literally don't know, Nips. I, I'm pre- I take you pretty seriously these days. I can tell by the way you address me. As you should. She said a pigeon. We're opening the bridge. Deal with it. Oh, that sounds like, uh, you hear this, second guy. That sounds like uh, Mrs. Watchit. Uh, yep, deal with it. Okay. Great. If you say nips. Mm-hmm. I do, I do. Mrs. Watchit says. And then um, Penny looks at Awen with like a let's get out of here. And then. Yeah, and they then head what? out. And then what? <laughs> Kimmy, Kimmy just on the Zoom and just then... used her thumb and just as if you're hitchhiking. I like, thought that was what? clear. Then I realized maybe that wasn't. Yeah, I want to cross the dang bridge and get into town.
friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher here at the break. And I'm here to say, first of all, thank you for listening. We are enjoying the fact that you are here on this journey with us, and I hope that you are having a blast, uh, a blast in this uh, crazy terrain we're setting before you. (laughs) Uh, I'm also here to invite you to join us on our, uh, basically what we're calling our Omamam fan on Patreon. So if you come on over there and join us, uh, you will get some cool bonuses to this episode. You'll get some full episodes of our book report. You'll get the after show where you'll hear us uh, giving some extra tidbits for behind the scenes information. Uh, you'll even get to join in a book club with with Kimmy and I uh, as we read through stories that kind of have to do with what we are in the the main arc. So it's not the classic pieces of literature themselves, but they they are um, usually more modern interpretations of them. So anyways, come join us on there. Uh, and really, I also just want to reiterate that we love you guys. You are the lifeblood of the show, and we could not do this without you as an independent podcast. So thank you so much for listening. And I invite you to share us, share us with a friend who uh, might be interested in dipping their toe into tabletop role-playing games, or just might enjoy stories that have stood the test of time for a bit. So with that, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show, shall we? All right, my two urbanites, my urban druid and my urban urchin. You're in a town again. Yay! You have stone beneath your feet. Uh, Awen's bare feet. That's right. Oh, well, is he shod now? Like, is he? I think he's still barefoot. Okay. Even if he changed visit- visage? I changed my shape, but I think I would, I would probably not have done that because I like to touch the ground with my toes. Oh. So maybe it looks like you have shoes, but there's no soles. I think that could be reasonable. Well, like, you know, going into like a spirit Halloween and you, you get one of those yeah, packets the, and the costume yeah. just like, no, it's, it's just like, pants. <laughs> a little elastic. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Wonder Woman and I'm wearing her boots that uh-huh. strap onto whatever you're wearing now exactly. and look ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yes, you two are, are in this, this town. So stepping on in, you, you see like this this town, which is, is fabricated at the base of this river, um, it's, it looks glorious. It, you see um, thatched rooftops as well as ironwood walls. Uh, the sky above is very clear with lots of greenery um, incorporated into this town to the point where just it's dotted every so often with leaves hanging overhead. Um, and the main attraction at the center of this town is a brand new two-story restaurant that you see um smoke billowing out of one of its mini stacks uh, uh and good spicy aromas filling the air around you to the point where the uh clinging of, of a nearby the cling clanging of a nearby armory next to you just fades into the distance with this glorious smell coming from in front of you all right and we could see bugbear ganoush is right in front of us it sounds like correct smack dab largest Largest there in the in the town. All right, you already described it. Will be there be anything gained in rolling perception to see what we perceive about the building? 
There's always something to be gained. That's fair. I just didn't want to make you repeat yourself. So um, I'm going to roll perception. Oh, man, I only rolled a 10. Awen should also roll perception. <laughs> I hang on, hang on. <laughs> um, okay. Imagine my bets. Okay, you, roll, you, can, you can both roll perception, but you need to tell me two different things you're trying to perceive. Ooh. Penny's casing the joint to see what the best way in is. Okay. And Awen is taking a look at the patrons and anything that he can see on the inside of the building as the doors open or if the windows are open. Got it. Got it. Okay. I like it. Let's do. Uh, you notice uh, with that roll, uh, Penny, uh, that at this two-story building around the side, uh, kind of just around the right-hand side, uh, you notice that there seems to be one of those uh, workers' entrances um, that you see a, a couple workers coming out, maybe after a shift or something. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be going up. In fact, the steps they are um, exiting from go down into a basement level. Um, you also see on the left-hand side of the building, uh, there is an outdoor patio for eating. Um, so you see some patrons up there enjoying the food and then uh, around on the kind of as you you round the building, you see that there is a smaller patio on the back that is currently not being used and does not seem to be open to patrons. Uh, for you, Awen, um, as you two are circling this restaurant, uh, you you see kind of just well-fed people coming out like a lot there's even one man who's just one of those guys who who comes out and he's he's rubbing his his belly and just loudly proclaiming i i couldn't have eaten another bite i don't know about you edna but that was the finest i know everett we are so happy to be eaten here um to the point where you're like are they paid to do that um oh man but interestingly, I need these characters more in my life. I need them to be uh, <laughs> around more. Edward and Edna. Things. Like, there's only there's only one way these names go. Uh, and, and so you notice, like, a lot of the patrons that are exiting out uh, are headed towards other parts of town as if they belong here, and they do seem in good spirits. Uh, and then you notice one of the two workers that were exiting the the side entrance kind of going down into the lower level uh one of the one of the employees uh she is hurriedly wiping away uh tears on her face um and just has kind of a like a drawn um frustrated look um in her eyes and, and her coworker is rushing up behind her to kind of just rub her uh shoulders uh, like in a very comforting convivial way um and you I would say when, when you're also pinpointing um, any of the customers that are leaving, you start to eavesdrop and you hear uh, this half-orc um, coming into this, this group of half-orcs exiting and one of them is just blabbering to the others, kind of in that way where he's well-fed and has had plenty of rum in his tummy, um, but he's saying, I don't, I mean, that, that was, it was pretty good, you guys. I mean, pretty good for what they're saying. I mean, Mrs. Watchett's place is, feels like a second home. Not, not at all like that, I don't know, cursed like some of them are saying, right? Like, 
I don't know what she's got going with the local lord and lady, but whatever they're pulling in, I'm liking these new changes around here. Whatever they're wanting to build in the center of town, I'm all for it if we keep getting some good service and, and more of our business is building up. What do you say? And then you just see the, hear this like round of agreements from them. Um, and that's it. That's, that's what you notice. Penny, um, do you think... Yeah, yeah. I mean, Blank said that Miss Watchett had the, uh, had the plans for those martial suits, the war suits. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Do you I, don't think, really, I already forgot how this voice went. Do you think we could try to sneak in? Or maybe I could turn in, I could turn into a cat or like a mouse or some kind of cockroach or a bug or a ceiling fan or something and sneak in. That's one way or, um, and then... Would would Penny have noticed the crying waitress as well or no? Because she was looking for other things. You wouldn't have. And I don't know. Like, did you guys trade this information to one another? No, not yet. Okay. Um, no, you would not have noticed that. And there was a third door. You said it was around the back and it looks like no one was really using that, correct? Right. There's a balcony with uh, kind of French doors leading out to it. Okay. Dope. Oh, man. Do we have, do we have, send? we don't have sending stones, do we? No. We need to pick up some sending stones. That, this has happened a few times now. We need, I'm going to make a note of this. Buy sending stones at neck. <laughs> or steal them. Maybe, maybe Millie will have them the next time you see her. <laughs> um, uh, taking notes as your DM. <laughs> They'd like <laughs> Christmas wish list. Sending stones, yeah. <laughs> but guys, that or the jug of mayonnaise. I mean, uh, what are we, what are we doing? mayonnaise. Uh, Penny, <laughs> Penny is just looking around, being like, "Yeah, uh, but you, we could uh, transform ourselves to sneak in, but uh, won't be able to do much in those four. I wish there was other way, another way to get in in a way that blends in." Well, I guess we could just go and eat. I'm, I, I mean, I am hungry too. We could definitely try. Will that get us into the access to the areas we want? Well, it might get us a little bit closer. We could just take a look, and then if we see, you know, a secrety spot, then I could turn into like a little bug and sneaky sneak away. Or you could get your super duper rogue on and you know, kind of sneak it. Also sneak. I don't know. What do you think? I'm happy to do. What do you? I don't know. Sure, I could use some good uh good news. Wait, Penny. I did he- see a young woman <laughs> crying at the door. <laughs> Do you think we should attend to her? <laughs> Maybe we should attend to her. Maybe, Maybe. Let's go figure out what's wrong. Maybe that would be a way in. Do you want to bash her over the head and no. then take her clothes too? Close. Ooh, I like to how you think, but no, I think we should talk to her and you see don't want what more she lady needs. Clothes? I, I would like lady clothes, but I think I can find a different way of getting it. Maybe she'll even give them to me. And then um, show me the way to this young woman. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you okay? <laughs> Not really. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I, I walk casually towards the crying lady that I saw. Great. You you catch up and uh 
you you overhear the the one friend comforting the other um and he says now i know you you know mrs watchett and she's just she's got a an acidic tongue man she's it's like she knows exactly what buttons to push and but it's so much better here now and we've got to just put up with it better pay better jobs yeah, she's all a minute. Yeah, she's a she's a downright jerk, but seems to know exactly what it takes to make all of us cry. I've done it too. Just it's your first day on the job. Don't mind it. You'll get used to it. And she, you hear just the sniffling from from the other one. I know. Just didn't have to tell me my fingers were stubby. I, it's just not something that I've. I've always had trouble with since I was a kid. And just the her, her just her voice breaks off into something like barely intelligible as she breaks down once more. Uh excuse me, miss, I don't mean to eavesdrop, but I just wanted to let you know that you have the most beautiful fingers I've ever seen. <laughs> That's right, them are good Wait. fingers right there. Oh, I mean, thank you. I, I'm so sorry. I, you, you probably just overheard. Yeah, it, it's nothing. It, it's my boss. She's a ooh. Seems to like it when, when we cry. I don't know. Um, Mrs. Watch, Mrs. Watch it, just, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. The town master and owner of that restaurant over there she's you think she's like a sadist that might be too deep i'm sorry um, i can see you're in pain yeah uh, it's nothing i just i'm okay i i just needed to to take a break i'm, I'm just taking a taking a quick break and then i'll have to go back in for my shift to finish what's um, well, I mean, it looks like you've had a really rough day. And here's the thing. My name is uh, Nips, and this is my friend. <laughs> my oh, name Richardson. is Charleston. Uh, no, that's your... Ralston. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, friend, the friend with her, like, looks at you with, like, a confused face and froze their eyebrows and, like, uh... Richardson, we know who you are. Yes, Charleston Richardson, our old friend. Charles, did, did you never hear his uh, first name? That's what my mama called. No, me. I guess I haven't. That's uh, what, yeah, you know. it's we. I just yeah, Nips and Richardson. Yep, the, the Nip, town guards. And dips. The town guard. <laughs> well, the truth is. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry, everyone on this show. It's just literally can always no. count. We're just we're not can always coming you, coming to Fox this spring. Nips <laughs> <laughs> and it. It's uh yeah. Two oh. guards. Oh. Uh, well, as you guys know, you know, we've been working as guards for a minute, but the truth is, I have had a change of heart and have been interested in making a career change. But Mrs. Watchit has not been the most favorable to it. So I was hoping you could actually help me out. I see you have to go finish your shift. And I respect that. 
well, but you already seem so traumatized. I think you will do much better tomorrow if you come back to do your shift then. Why don't I finish your shift today and prove to Mrs. Watchett what a waiter I can be? I'm a great server. I've got excellent people skills, as you can see. So if you would let me do that, I would be most honored. I will take your uniform off your hands. I'll provide whatever else you oh, need. Uh, uh, well, and I could be a plant. Please, please don't take my Well, no, not my... like take, take, but I was going to switch you, and then I'll get it back to you. Roll persuasion. I want to use unsettling visage now, but I feel like this is, I don't want to scare this girl even more. She's already so traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know where to roll it. Hold on. Ugh, 11. Persuasion? Yeah, 11. That, that's, that's really nice of you, Nips. Uh, just, it's my first day and I, I don't want to make a bad impression. Like, how... How 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 are you going to get her to not be pissed at me though? Oh, it's a great question. Um, you know, I I will listen. I could be such a horrible guest, and then our friend Nips here comes over and soothes me in a way that is so overwhelmingly positive. Five star review. That, you know, you just need, need to be here. She today. won't even notice you're gone with how good we are at this. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll a persuasion, Aaron, for Awen. For sure. Um, I don't know why I'm burning spell slots like it's, uh, you know, my, my last uh, will. But I am... Not nope. I'm not going to do that. You can't. You can't bring it with you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Mama, all Stuart Waldo is used to say no. Okay. Um, can't take it with you. Yeah. Sorry. I'll do the. What did you say? Deception. Performance. Yeah. You can do deception or persuasion. Okay. They're all bad. They're all pretty bad. Um. Wow. That's a four. Mm. <laughs> she, she looks dips. uncertain. Uncertainly between you two. And she looks like really uncertain and her eyes uh, kind of flit over to, to her friend who's with her as if like, and then raises her eyebrows in, in questioning. And the friend is like, look, if, if you two will take our spots, I'm cool with that. I mean, <laughs> it, I, I would like to get out of work right now. And I think like sh this, this one needs to, to just kind of let loose a little bit and, and realize it's not the end of the world. So let's do this. Amazing. She'll never know you're missing. Thank you so much for considering our offer. This is, you're making dreams come true, dear. Making dreams come true. Yeah. And so you do that. Um, we'll have like a little montage of you swapping... <laughs> Swapping clothes, amazing. Uh, so that they they have street clothes on. You have bugbear ganoush uh, outfits on as well. And wait, so they, now that uh, person is wearing Nip's outfit? Yes, and yeah. the tuxedo shirt. Nip's outfit is just making its its rounds in this town. Uh, so yeah, the two of you are now donning the outfits and the regalia of a worker for the bugbear ganoush restaurant great it's a bonus if someone comes looking for whoever knocked out nips and they see this person wearing their <laughs> outfit 
Two exactly. birds, one stone. And then once we're out of, uh, they walk away and we're out of view of them. Can Penny turn into this girl to look like her? Sure. Great. Yes. So Penny now looks like crying girl and then looks at her hands and she goes, they might be a little stubby. <sighs> Penny, <laughs> I can't, I cannot. <laughs> All right, the two of you are inside, and you have uh, entered into the lower level. So you are um, in the not the not the servants' quarters, the the employees' quarters. There we go. Um, and you are just kind of in the basement level. What do you want to do? Um, Penny wants to gossip. So Penny's gonna look. Are there? What does she see around her? What are the waiters are there? Like, what's the scene? Uh, there are a couple um, walking through um, wearing the same woolen shirts and caps that, that you both are. Um, so you can tell they're fellow employees uh, and they're carrying uh, trays of food, um, heading kind of through. So you see this is like a through way back. So you see there are two sets of stairs, one to the back, one to the front. Um, and they are carrying uh, empty trays uh, to the back and then coming from the back, uh, carrying trays full of food. Um, and you you just smell this gloriously spicy aroma um, from the back. Um, and then around you immediately you see collections of tankards and mugs, iron pots and pans, dried venison, um, even uh, some extra biscuits and rolls. So it's kind of like a holding and a staging area for the food. Uh, that's really what you're seeing with, with regards to that. Uh, around kind of deeper into one of the corners you also see just food storage in general casks of wine, um, really things that are, are not perishable, um, more things that can just stand there without any special treatment to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say, Penny, can you roll perception? Um, 21. As you're per- perusing the wall there, you notice something catch your eye. It's a, it's a practiced eye that you have, uh, especially through your years as an urchin in Old Smoke. Uh, the days when you slept on rooftops and in alleyways, you were exposed to the elements, you endured sickness without the advantage of medicine or a place to recuperate. You had to figure out ways to communicate to one another through a very haphazard form of thieves' cant. And you notice some scratchings on the wall. So upon closer inspection, you can see it makes out in shorthand to what would come to these words. I will wait for you. Be bold as well as strong. Use your head alongside your heart. M. Penny would want to tell Awen. I don't know if this is the exact moment. But yeah, that's um, not safe. Penny immediately sees that, though, clocks it, makes eye contact with Awen enough just to be like, something's afoot, and looks around. Then Penny is going to gently lift up her hand slightly above her uh, head and then do a hand signal of her thumb between her first and second finger and her pinky raised um, using... The, uh, the hand signal version of Thieves Can't, basically to just see if anyone else there speaks it and see who else there recognizes this signal. 
the creaking of the door from where from whence these these lovely aromas are coming kind of cracks open and you hear this psst. Penny turns towards the voice. What does she see? You see a child. Uh you probably twelve years old. Uh definitely also in uh worker's attire but wearing a wearing an apron as well <laughs> and uh he he looks at he looks at your upraised hand and then back down at you and then this this look of of confusion um enters his face jessica what where'd you learn that it's a long story can we chat i mean I'm in the middle of making pizza. Oh, yeah. We'll help. We're on break. Come on. And she motions to Awen to follow. I'm so good at making pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. Flawless. My movie's out now. <laughs> Look, you, you, get, you get back in here. I, you can come into the kitchens. I, I got to finish making this. <laughs> I, I'm trying to trying to work my way up the ranks here, and yeah, no, no, this, we go back. This We're back through through the school. He's, you know, he. You see him like rolling out this dough, and as he's kneading it, he kind of keeps furtively looking back at you, and he's like, "So, what do you want? Where? What's what's going on here? Something is afoot. These can on the walls. Um, this food smells too good. Everyone's talking about a curse." What is the deal with watch it? And he, he like quickly like stops rolling out and like pats off the just the extra uh, flour from his hands. And he grabs like the front of your um, your uniform and he pulls you down. He's like, what do you mean about thieves can't on the wall? But you know the hand signal. Don't you see what's written on the wall? What do you You don't go around here talking about thieves can't, especially when you have... This is watch it doing rounds. She's checking back here every so often. There's a big old party up front who ordered a freaking pizza at Bugbear Ganoush. Not <laughs> something we make. So I had to figure it out really quick because I get the weird grunt work. Well, it looks really good. You're doing a good job. But why you is have, this such a you have you have very quick to you just what it's going on. Do here? it less than a minute. OK, because she's going to be back here pretty soon. And he like uh, is back. He's like, once again. When did you learn Thieves Can't? It's a long story. Um, Penny looks around and then decides to change back to her old face just for a moment. What? And then back to Jessica. I need you to trust me. We're trying to get to the bottom of what's going on here. Why is everyone so afraid of watching? Wait, which face did you show me? Penny. Which face? Penny. His shoulders kind of sag in, in um, relief almost. He's like, oh, thank God you're not Jessica and you're them. Okay. You, you, is that, is that, who's that with you then? And what? he's spreading out the pizza and he's now starting to put on some sauce that looks red. I say, doesn't look marinara. I say, don't you worry about that. And I start to grow real big like I'm going to become an elk, but then I don't. He's with us. He's good. He's safe. Don't worry. I vetted him. <laughs> What's going on here? Why is everyone so afraid? Most people aren't. Everybody's freaking happy around here. It's it. The town really is way better. But Macduff came through. Told me what the fuck has been going on over there at the manor. 
Watch your language, young man, but thank you for sharing. I'm 12. I'm... This is the this is the time of life to start this. <laughs> <laughs> I would disagree. It's going to hurt your career, but thank you for being honest. So I uh, this is my career. <laughs> Making pizzas at a ganoush. I'm going to be a master chef. Okay. So McDuff warned you. Mc, we agree with McDuff. We're trying to figure out what's going on here. Where is Watchit's office? How do we get to her? It's upstairs. How do you get to her? And almost on cue, the, the side door like kind of slams open and in walks this, uh, this dwarf, uh, very like finely dressed, uh, but very smartly dressed in a way that um, is not more for frippery and finery, but just to, to get the job done. Um, it's it just, you're, you see these beautiful brown eyes, the, her long earlobes are weighed down with heavy earrings. Um, and you notice she keeps uh, licking her lips, which are currently dry and cracked. And uh, just the, her long braided like auburn hair um, almost highlights like a, just a, a face that is just constantly hungry looking. And uh, spying you two, uh, she says, decided to make their way back. Jessica, are you ready to get to work? We, we have a large table upstairs on the patio. That's where I was going to station you. Wonderful. Yes, I'm ready to work. I was just learning about the pizza making process. But my break is over. I'm happy to serve. Oh, no, no, not with those fingers, dear. We're not going to have you anywhere near preparation for food. Perfect for serving, though. Uh, and, and, Peter, please, spicier. I can, I need to smell the spices, all right? We need to make them, just make the, the snot come, make those tears run, okay? Thank you, Peter, and, uh... My name is Giuseppe. <laughs> Your name's Giuseppe? See, your, your boy here, he came to talk to me to get to the pizza recipe and the fast and the quicks. And we come with the pizzas with the mini spice today. <laughs> okay? Abba today, and I Giuseppe. I have the exact same physical response to this. <laughs> Definitely. Today, today, Giuseppe and I will do. We will do pizzas today. For you. Wait, wait, are, are you. Shh. Are you uh, Giuseppe or are you. Or are you calling, don't you, if you, and she just comes near you really quickly, and she's like, if you try that one more time, I will cut your tongue from outside. No, no, no. Your mouth. Uh, wait, is this, uh, am I right in thinking that this is uh, McClackett? What's, what's her name? Uh, yes, this is McClackett. Okay. Okay, Miss, this is Mrs. Watchit. Mrs. Watchit, right? Okay, so okay. close, so close. I was, you know, I was, I was thinking about Giuseppe. Sorry. Okay, so uh, he says, um, "Okay, okay, okay." No, shh, Mrs. Watchit, Mrs. Watchit, just, just wait. And as he puts his finger up, um, out of his finger shoots a little geometric cube that waves in front of Mrs. Watchit's face as he holds up the circle, and he casts. Hypnotic pattern. Whoa. Oh, shit. Okay. She needs to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 13, uh, or become charmed. 
Okay. <laughs> what happens if that doesn't work? <laughs> <laughs> that was a 10. Okay. So she, uh, okay, this so, is Watch It is Charmed. So she. You see her like face like uh, kind of relax and go slack a bit. So she can't attack me uh, with any uh, magical abilities. Um, and, oh, I've posted too much stuff there. Uh, the charmer has the advantage on the ability checks to interact with them socially. Okay. Um, All right, so you say that you're here to help with the pizza? Giuseppe does all kinds of things. I help with pizza. I help... What, what was his name? Peter? Yeah. Peter. I help Peter with pizzas. And listen, back of house is so hard. I can help you. You take me to your office and we talk about the business. We can make it better. Well, I, honestly, this, this is just the... Spaghetti. The, you know, I, I'm not planning on becoming a pizza joint, but if I have a, a party that is requiring it and requesting it and they're willing to pay me nice gold, I'm, I'm going to make them a pizza. People come from all over for Giuseppe Spaghetti. The gravy. I, I wish the listener could see the hand motions that Aaron's <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> and Go ahead and uh, roll, roll charisma of your choice here. Oh, yes. I'm I would so say persuasion. At... It could be performance. It could be deception. Okay. And do I have advantage? You do have advantage. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> that was a four and a two. Oh, thank <laughs> God. It's so bad. Oh. Look, I, I appreciate what you're doing here, but I am on the up and up. And if you are going to work even as a consultant for me, I'm going to need you to please fill out the correct forms, uh, which my assistant at the front will be able to help you with. I currently, though, do not want you back in my kitchen anymore. Jessica, the group upstairs is still waiting for you on the balcony. Uh, so you know where to go. Uh, Trey is over there. Uh, Giuseppe, Sir Giuseppe, please see yourself out, uh, and I'll be here to oversee a few things, but I want you both out of my sight right now. Giuseppe takes no offense. I will be back. Do not worry. <laughs> Just right, right away, ma'am. Heading there now, ma'am. And uh, Penny heads up to the balcony as Jessica. I go upstairs. And as you're exiting, okay, okay, as you're exiting the room, both of you, you kind of see uh, Mrs. Watchett like hands on hips, like berating um, another one of the, uh, maybe this, the side cooks there. And uh, you see like a single tear like exit their eye. And interestingly enough, um, you see her um, just take this like big gulp out of the air and look and just looks that much more satiated but before you can uh, prof- process that unless you really want to uh you you go on your way so you're both going upstairs well giuseppe has to go to the front i guess we both are going upstairs i have to go up two stairs to the balcony correct two flights yeah but she's not following you yeah, i'm so going you to two, the office you two decide where you're going we should go we should both go to the office uh, you don't think we should split up and interview people we can do that we can do that too I, I, I don't down know. For whatever. I don't have a strong <laughs> leaning. I just wasn't sure if I should. I was afraid of her, so I was like, "Well, I guess I should go serve." You could. I'm okay. gonna go to the office. All right, I'm gonna head to the balcony and do my job. Okay. 
Let's start off with uh, Penny real quick. So as you, you carry this tray laden with uh, yummy looking foods uh, on the tray, as you set it down in front of, of people, you see at the head, you peppered you with, with leeks and purple cabbage with pumpernickel bread on the side and red wine to wash it down. Um, you, you see on the other one, uh, sausage stuffed rolls, corned beef and ginger ale, nolpedo Knoll peanut soup, um, as well as just some baklava on the side, and and the same dishes really that you had also seen, um, ordered by Lady Macbeth at the Macbeth Manor. So, it's basically a mix of things you would expect and others that seem more friendly to, uh, the general populace in the town. This is it. What ethnicity is all this food? This is like a real jumble. I've seen Irish, German, Greek, Italian. Uh. Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah, even just the uh, the elf at the head of the table is like, ah, just like with any good matriculation of cultures around here, this is this is fusion at its finest. Am I right? Oof, you can always tell a Greek restaurant by its pumpernickel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're you're setting it down, and as you are, uh, you you can eavesdrop on the conversation around there. That's completely fine. Uh, so why don't you roll perception for me to see what you are able to eavesdrop? Uh, 22. You notice a few things from the snippets of conversation as you're handing out, uh, plates to, to those who are, are responding to you saying what they wanted. Um, and you, you hear a few things that are, um, of interest to you. Your ear perks up when, when you hear a woman say, nobody has seen Macduff in the longest time. He, he was headed to the villa, and then we haven't seen him for a week. Neither have we seen young Fleance or, or even his, his father. Uh, have you seen any of them? And uh, the, the other woman that is talking to her, no, I, um, I just assumed that they were maybe doing another one of those Staying home planning sessions for the Lord and Lady at, at Macduff's own place of residence, just really over the hill, if, you know, it's downriver and over the hill. So, I, I don't know, maybe they're just still there. I do hope they're okay. I rather liked them, especially that young strapping yet lad. He's always seemed very bright like his father. And you carry along more, and, and as you set a goblet down in front of that same elf who had loudly proclaimed um, how much he liked the food, leaning towards the, the other patrons around him, having their rapt attention, he says, I'm telling you, this new alliance that the Lord and Lady are making, where, I don't know who it is with, but they've brought in a new town master. Sorry that the old one has gotten sick. But really, since Mrs. Watchett has taken over here, things have really picked up. More commerce is coming in. More money is being poured into things that we need. Things are actually getting fixed around here. And yes, it seems like she stays up late at night all the time around here and makes some racket in the center of town with some building project. But if it's a building project that's going to help us, I'm all for it. I say, the, we need these changes around here and whoever these people are these tattooed people I, I'm, I'm fine with it if it's going to help us in our future I say let's follow them let's get our own tattoos <laughs> and he kind of laughs and takes a takes a large swig from his goblet 
let's uh, jump over to you, Awen. So you are making your way upstairs. Okay, you're going to have to sneak up there because uh, really people are kind of moving around. And, and it, is, uh, it, it is going to also take you sneaking around to figure out where to go. So I'm just going to go for a general uh, stealth roll. Okay. 17. You're able to stay to the corners and kind of out of sight, out of mind, uh, to the point where you don't become invisible, but you just become unnoticeable. You blend in well. Um, and you start to to gather from how people are talking about this building that you need to go upstairs as well, but to go to the opposite balcony, uh, the opposite rooms uh, from where the dining is happening. And so you wend your way through there and come to a large set of double doors that are locked. Is there, is it like, is it at the like top of the stairway? Like I can't go any further, the door's locked? Or is it like I go up onto a landing and then there's like kind of a... You're on the land, so yeah, you're on the second floor and on one side of the building is where the patrons are, uh, that's the larger balcony. And on the other side um, is, seems to be like a partition to something more private. Okay. Um, I look at the door and... I, I like a little smile. I crack a little toothy smile. And then I, my finger goes up to my tooth and I pop one of my teeth out. And I look at it and then I just touch it. And arms grow out and legs grow out. And it has a little tooth like grin. Big Tooth Daddy <laughs> looks up at me. Well, how you doing, Big Tooth Daddy? I hope you're doing well. Sorry I had to lose your other form back at uh, that old castle we were at, but uh, I was hoping you could help me out here. This door is locked. Do you think you could shuffle under there and unlock it for me? Does Big Tooth Daddy have a voice? You tell me. Why, yes, I'm here to help you out. Let's do this. I couldn't talk during the last poker game, but here I am. I knew my modifications would work, Big Tooth Daddy. I'm so glad. I'm so glad, too. Let's get to work. All right. So just right under here, this door is where I think we need to be. Okay. What do you want me to do? Well, I just want you to shuffle under that door and climb up to the handle and unlock it for me. You got it. <laughs> he does. He he kind of uh, hops on down off your hand and and teeters underneath the door, and you hear this kind of scuffling, um, crawling like coming up to the door until you see it at the the keyhole, and it kind of like darkens a bit with a form covering it, and you hear this clicky clicky click. Actually, he's your boy. So would you uh, roll dexterity for me? Yes. Oh, what are his and roll it with stats? advantage. Oh. All right, that's eight. You, yeah, so you hear it kind of jiggle uh, close, and uh, you hear the bolt sliding in, and the door pops open. And at that same moment, you hear approaching footsteps. I pop in, and I shut the door really, 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 really fast, but really quiet. And then I lock the door. Okay. Uh, roll stealth for me. Yep. And I'm, and I'm trying to look around, make sure. Uh, 19. 
you do so you do so very quickly and just in the nick of time as you're sliding the lock back into place you hear the soft tread and the jingling of of heavy uh earrings and a quick sniff outside well i could have sworn that i heard somebody up here but <sighs> this waiting for this fellow scientist from lady macbeth has just got me on edge they're running late as usual. I don't know if I can trust them, but I have to. In order for all this to work. Ugh, I gotta get back downstairs. And and just quickly going back down. Who is she uh, monologuing to? <laughs> as any good Shakespearean antagonist, you have to have asides. And also, maybe she's it. an only child like myself, and you have running monologues all the time. <laughs> uh, so you turn to the room, Awen, and you see a uh, lavish living quarters uh, that look just kind of be look like they're a home away from home. Uh, so you see uh, a desk, a bed, uh, just a fainting couch, uh, and other amenities that are meant to keep somebody comfortable if they're burning the midnight oil at this com- at this restaurant. Uh, but Walking over to, well, actually, I don't want to tell you where you walk. Where do you choose to investigate in this room? I'm looking around for drawers, desks, tables, anything that looks like it could hold documents or hidden, hidden, the hidden compartment type things. Roll investigation. Yeah. That's a 17. You look on the top of there and you, you see correspondence from, uh, this this blank um, in the same handwriting that you had seen in the in the journal um, with a specific time that has already passed for their meeting. Uh, you see other kind of rudimentary schematics of other ideas for inventions. Uh, you you even you see uh, interestingly enough you you just haphazardly notice some some just throwaway drawings of of different types of of robotics, um, but Something catches your eye, and that is, as you're running your hand underneath the desk, you notice an extra knob, and as you push in, the top of the desk flips open, and there's a secondary uh, area. And in there, you see the shuffling of papers, and what catches your eye, you see drawings of mech suits, but not like Pappy, not mech suits for finding and monitoring, guarding and uh, scanning. These are mech suits made to kill, designed to harm and maim. Mech suits perfect for an army. And just as your hand, slightly trembling now, reaches for these papers on the desk, you hear a boom. And I, I don't know, what do you do at that moment as you hear uh, this, this sound of what could be best described as a firework? Oh. I think I dropped to the ground. You hear another boom, Penny. What do you do? Penny's like holding like a tray with dishes, right? Yeah, and you're on the outdoor patio. Uh, yeah, you're on the I mean, patio. I mean, Penny definitely would drop the tray of dishes and uh, out of out of like just being startled, and they would break. Yeah, yeah, you do that. Um, and as you even hunch down and look up in the sky, you see a large red flare oh. um, but it's not any simple flare this flare is definitely one that is meant 
to draw and attract attention. Um, and in the sky, you see the insignia of those three dots. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um... They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! New text post on Thursday, May 21st. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom, who wants to read my 5,000 word essay, Garrett, last name, Secret Werewolf? I'm Kate, by the way. They kissed? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way, I met you. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.